This is the Mailbox Money Podcast, and I am Bronson Hill. As a busy professional, I wrestled with how to grow my income without taking up more of my precious time. I learned that managing real estate, actively trading stocks, or being unable to scale up investments is not passive investing. This is the place where you'll discover new asset classes, develop investing skills, and learn from experts how to become financially free with less work than you thought possible. And now, get ready for truly passive income. So in this video, we're talking with Bob Burr. And Bob is an amazing guy. He works in oil and gas, and he has just electric energy. You meet him. He's been doing it for 47 years. Great reputation in the industry. And while you know again, we're not promoting any specific deal with any operator or anything, he's just a great guy to know because he really breaks down the oil and gas industry, which can be a pretty complex uh, industry at certain levels. So I really enjoyed this interview. I think you're really going to like it. And again, just you know what we're looking at at Mailbox Money is not just uh, you know what are you know real estate or oil and gas or anything. We're really looking at the whole thing, saying how can I reduce my taxes? How can I grow my wealth? And so we have a lot of conversation around that and really understanding how oil and gas works. And so there's some amazing tax benefits. You're going to love it. We're going to get into it here. All right. Super excited today to be hosting Bob Burr, who's a oil guy who loves the oil industry. He's uh, basically placed over $300 million in over 47 year career being an oil guy. So Bob, welcome. Really excited to have you today. How are you? Oh, I'm, fi I'm fine, buddy. How you doing? Great. You know, it was so great seeing you at, in Belize. We had an event out there we did. And just I've just so enjoyed our conversations because you're just kind of what you see is what you get and you're a lot of fun. And so I just really appreciate your personality and the energy that you bring to the room. So just really excited to have you on today. I appreciate those kind words. I, uh, I, I enjoy it myself. It's a lot of beautiful people. Robert and Russ are just great folks and they've surrounded themselves with some pros, pros that help everybody. And, uh, you know, it's just neat. It's just a, a great uh, forum to, to uh, present yourself. I enjoy it. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in uh, oil and gas and a little bit more about yourself. Well, when I was a kid, I was raised in South Louisiana, where the humidity is 300%. And in the shade, it's 114 degrees. <laughs> and my sophomore year in high school, I'd been working in the oil field. And when I say working, I was working for a contractor building board roads. Now you, you don't know what that means, but you build these, you got these big, huge boards, uh, I don't know, six by 12s and they're, they weigh tons and you build a road. And I'm uh, about a buck 35 and uh, I'm out there with, with the other guys and we work 16 hours a day. We've got big old heavy steel deals and we lay these boards and we do this. And I started noticing that a lot of guys would drive up to the rig and they'd be in brand new cars and they would get out with the uh, cowboy boots on and they would do this and this and this. And I wasn't real smart, but I wasn't real dumb either. And I said, they're doing a lot better than I'm doing. So I, one of these days I got to figure how they get to be there versus me being here. And really and truly that started the process because I knew there was something there, but I didn't know if I would ever be able to get to there. I mean, there's a long ways from where I was to where we are today. And uh, then as I got through school and started working, uh, my brother got in the oil business in 1973. And I was a lifetime member of the Million Dollar Roundtable. I sold a lot of insurance. By then I was 
married. We had five children and we, we were, and uh, so I got in the insurance business and was quite successful, rookie of the year and all that kind of stuff. I, God gave me the ability to, to gab and to do the deal. And uh, I think it is a, uh, just a talent that you're born with. I didn't have to train. I just knew what to do instinctively. I just felt com comfortable in that, in that arena. Uh, but I figured out that I was working 18 hours a day presenting insurance policies at night at 9 o'clock while everybody else is playing tennis. And I would start my week Sunday evening at 5 o'clock. I'd be on the phone lining up my week. And I did that for seven years. So I said, hell, let me, they, let me see what you're doing. So they flew me to Dallas, Texas, and I listened to their presentations and this and this and this. And I told my brother, I said, I can do this. I said, now what I won't do is work for these people. I don't really feel comfortable with them. I said, we're handling people's money. And I'm just a kid, but I know, I know there's something there. There's a responsibility there when you get into the money side. I said, now, if you can run the business, if you have enough background to make the X's and the O's and all that equal, I'll raise the money. And he's all, I said, I will do it. I can do that. Make a long story short. Uh, we hooked up and, uh, I had him with me through 1981 and he was killed in a car accident. And, uh, we did quite well. We, uh, we made millions of dollars together. Hmm. And at that point in time in my career, since he, was the driver of the operation, so to speak. He ran the money. Some guy asked me one time, what would you do if he woke up one day and Gene had run off with all the money? And I said, I'd go make me some more money. I mean, I love this guy as an equal. It was, I had no egos involved. None of this garbage came into play. But all of a sudden, Gene's gone. So now I've got to run the whole machine. I've got to do everything. Recruit, do the deal. And I was really scared out of my, out of my mind in a way, uh, because that, this was total commitment, uh, being a sales guy and being not too many people can beat me selling. And so I got to set where I wanted to set. I did what I wanted to do. And, uh, and it was a lot back then I was a, a drinker. I've been sober 36 years in 85. I, I put it away. Uh, but it gave me freedoms because of my strength and what I do for a living. But anyway, I said, you know, Robert, uh, you've got to, uh, you've got to change your whole spiritual makeup. I said, uh, because you're selfish, self-centered egomaniac in essence. And I said, that won't work. I said, you got to change. So I made a pledge that, that during that time period that no one would ever work for me again. I would work for everybody around me mm. and I would have that as my life. If it meant getting one of my boys out of jail at three o'clock in the morning for a DWI or whatever, it makes no difference. I was never offended because I had to go an extra mile for one of my people. And that was from the janitor to the biggest producer or whatever. They were all the equals to me. I used to tell people, I said, when you come into my organization, I will never have to run you off. You'll run yourself off if you can't handle the spirit that we all live under. And that spirit is really a socialistic spirit in the sense that we all help each other immensely, but we're all capitalists because we're here to make money. But we treat each other with respect 
and with as much love as we can. And sure enough, you'd see guys come in that were hot dogs and was really good, but they couldn't fade it. They couldn't let, they, they did not have the security of hugging anybody. And I believe in hugging people. Yeah, I believe hey, Bob, I'm, I'm going to yeah. interrupt you real quick. Sorry. I know you got uh, um, a lot, but I, you know, your, your philosophy or if, you know, if people listening, get around Bob, it's just, he's electric. He's got a lot to share and a lot of love to give. And that's very apparent. So in your story, what you were sharing, I thought it was really good how you basically started with, you know, kind of going through some things and figure out what are you good at? And then you kind of got to a place where, you know, it's how, how can I make this about other people? How can I help serve other people? And I think, a lot of people really have questions about oil and gas because it feels, especially real estate investors are like, well, how does that, how does that work? Or how do people, you know, do really well with this? Or what are some of the benefits? So I know we're going to jump into that and we're going to get into a little more of your story as well. But I really like that, you know, not only your, your experience, but the way in relating with you and people that I know that have worked with you, it's kind of a, what you see is what you get. So I've really appreciated that about you, Bob, but tell us uh, for a minute, what, what happened? I know, you know, we look back at the time of this recording is about a year ago during COVID, uh, you know, barrel went to, uh, you know, oil went to minus $40 a barrel. So, you know, basically they were paying people to take the, the, the oil if you could, if you get a hold of it. So how does that affect, how did that affect the oil industry? And, and what did you do to take advantage of that? Because I know you had some unique things that you did in approaching that. Well, the day that it, it hit, everybody panicked, including us. I mean, my God, it goes negative. That's the only time in the history of the yeah, never happened, <laughs> never happened. And we had just, uh, Lord, we just drilled a, a large program in Colorado, made some beautiful wells. Can't give the stuff away. My partner wars our money. Oh, it's just <laughs> killing me in the flush production. The first years when you make your money, I, the first check I sent my partners was 50% of their money back in the first check. And then there wasn't another check for six months. Wow. And we're just now getting them back online. So, man, we were devastated, and uh, I just started thinking and thinking, and I said, hold it, time out, time out. So what we decided to do, we knew that there was a lot of great operators in the business, mom and pops, guys that had great properties, but they were worn out. They were my age, but they still didn't, they didn't have their tiger in their tank like I do. They was ready to go ahead and go to the garden and do the flowers with mama and all this stuff, which mm -hmm. is cool. Uh, so what we, we got Brad Simmons, who is a top, he, he's president of, uh, Burrard acquisitions, <clears throat> graduate of Yale. He's a 35 year old oil man. And uh, I got with Brad and I said, okay, Brad, this is the time my family shoves the money out in the middle of the table. I want to pursue any and all potential purchases of depressed properties right now. We'll never have another opportunity. I said, and we will go. And God, my God, we, we got one property for 12 cents on the, on the dollar for, per mm. barrel of reserves. Wow. We just closed on a, another large, large property in Louisiana, the Bayou Choctaw that we projected has, has at least 15 million, maybe 25 million or more barrels of oil or undeveloped salt dome. So we went to work. We shoved it out there. Thank God we had the tenacity uh, the faith to do it. And it's opened up my family as far as our financial worth all it can, it will be tremendous over the next five years. I don't want to quote what we'll make, but it's, it's, it's big, big, big numbers. And, uh, I'm at the point in my life, I don't have to work. I have money. Uh, and that's not bragging. I don't mean it like that, but I do have money. Uh, but, 
the boys and the old man, we will have real, real money <laughs> in the next year right. or two from this. And it, all, and it all was because of the Corona. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. We gave the opportunity. We jumped on it. We had the blood to do it. And here we are. And we're, what, we're going. One of, one of the guys I quote a lot is Warren Buffett. And he says, you know, this, this saying, you know, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. So the opportunity comes, everybody's afraid. Corona, oh my gosh, the world is, is you know, falling oh, down. You know, gases, you know, oil is, is minus $40, but we've never seen this. But, you know, you had that lens that said, hey, here's great opportunity. And you were able to come in and, and really take advantage of that, which I think is, is phenomenal. So I think any investors listening, that, that principle, I think, is really critical. Whatever investment, whatever industry you're looking at is just try to find the unpopular thing to do. So if you're just, you know, somewhat of a contrarian and you say, OK, when everybody's running out, if you're actually you know, kind of looking at what that looks like, there can be incredible opportunity. So, so talk about, you know, what you kind of like with your story, you shared about that and 12 cents on the dollar, just some incredible deals you got. What are you currently doing now uh, in the oil, uh, in, in the oil business? Well, we, we, we owe everything that we have in life materialistically, we owe to our partners. Okay. It's just that simple. And some folks forget that uh, they, sort of take for granted after a while they get, I don't know what happens, but a lot of people think that uh, they forget about the partner to a certain degree. It's sort of like a regular routine deal. The guy sends you a hundred thousand. Hey, that guy busted his butt for that hundred thousand and you better appreciate him or you don't deserve it. Uh, I pledge to every partner that I've ever had. You call me today and before 10 o'clock, PM, I don't care where I am in the world, Serengeti in Africa, you will get a call from Bob Burr. I work for you. You don't work for me. You'll never work for me. I work for you. That's how it works. And I take that damn serious. Uh, I help out a lot of partnerships out of my own pocket. I do a lot of things. My CPA gets mad at me. You do too much. No, you don't. You can't do too much, Danny. Damn it. These people are, they're the, your bloodline. So uh, what, what we're doing now is we analyze for the last three months the Bayou Choctaw. Uh, Brad Simmons, we have more data on that oil field than anybody in the world. Going back to 1928, we have logs, we have seismic. I mean, well, you can't believe the data we put together. The data is our roadmap of developing the property. Uh, these wells... From 2,000 feet, they have some wells that produced over a million barrels of oil. They're sitting right on a, they have a, 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 a U.S. government reserve storage facility. And I think it's got, I don't know, 25 million barrels already stored in it right there on the property. Uh, Bo, Justin, my son, is down there right now. We're getting ready to start drilling. But anyway, I looked at it and I said, okay, what, what can we do as a benefit to us? and as an unprecedented benefit to our partners. Well, I cut out 10% of that field, 10% of every oil and gas, every barrel of oil that comes out of that field, and I put together an offering. We're selling it to our partners for $10 million. Now, we're going to drill 200 to 250 wells on this field. Every barrel of oil that comes out of the ground they will get 10% of that with no money, no dry hole costs, no completion costs, 
one time any, and they ride working inches all the way across the board till we fully develop that field. So it's really, in essence, a tremendous annuity. It will start off and just start growing because every time we put more wells on, we feel like we can drill a minimum of 12 to 24 wells a year. Well, it doesn't take long, uh, 75 barrels a, a well, and we feel like our success rate is going to be 90%, okay, 85, 95, uh, really and truly higher than that, but I won't even use that number uh, because it's like mining oil. It's a completely different play than a stratigraphic trap or 3D seismic where you see a bright spot and all this kind of stuff. We know the oil's there. We're offsetting. We're infield drilling. We're going back to areas like we, we just did a pooling arrangement against two landowners where you're on the property line. Used to, you'd have to be off 300 feet or whatever off that property line. You couldn't drill. Well, by getting them to unitize their property and as one, we, we picked up another, I think, 22 gorgeous locations, additional locations by Brad doing that work. So we're excited. Uh, it should be the greatest deal the partners have ever gotten in. Uh, not a tax write-off for them. That's, that, that will be as we develop. Now, what we're doing is we drill the wells with our money. I'm not asking a partner to put up one nickel to drill. I'm going to fund all the drilling myself. After we drill the well, after we've logged the well, after we've evaluated every factor involved in the well, then what I'll do is do a completion fund. And I'll call you and I say, okay, here's one. Looks like it's going to come on doing 100 barrels a day. It's got reserves of, golly, it's a big one. That zone's 30 feet thick. We got five zones in it. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, we're selling the completion for a, for a million dollars. And you go 50, we're 50 50 partners in it. But I've done the gambling, not you, with my money. Won't get any better than that, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. A lot of people, um, I think, you know, if you're not used to, unless you live in Houston or parts of Texas or, you know, places where there is oil, a lot of people are just unfamiliar with it. And, uh, you know, you're explaining, you know, I mean, you know, there's different structures of the way that it goes. And just to, for a reminder, we're, you know, for our, listeners, we're not, you know, promoting your deal or anybody's deal. We're trying to understand how this asset works. And so, you know, for you, uh, I guess actually, if you were to talk to a passive investor, uh, you know, what, what are some of the risks that, that go on with just in general when it comes to uh, oil? I know sometimes there are operators that they, they drill, you know, five different holes in different places and, you know, maybe four of them are dry and one of them hits and that, that's a, the big one. So that, like, what are some of the risks kind of involved in general when it comes to oil? And it sounds like there's different types of structures. I mean, you mentioned a couple different types where one's more kind of a fixed, you get a fixed amount of 10% and this other one is kind of an upside of 50-50. You kind of split 50-50 with the operator and the passive investor. But uh, what, are, what are some of the risks involved in some of the other structures there? Well, again, you, you've hit the nail on the head. You can do a Wildcats. A Wildcat is a bright spot, 3D seismic shoot. No production, five miles around you or 10 miles around you. You're going to hit two out of 10, 20%. If you're lucky, uh, you can do offset drilling uh, where you're closeology. That's the best geological tool you can use. Uh, the closer I can get to... Uh, the line in Africa, the better shot I have of getting me a line, the same way in the oil business, closeology. Uh, or you can get into a, a, a very uh, specialized type drilling, uh, a salt dome affair. 
Now, salt dome, if you imagine, the salt comes up millions of years ago, comes up out of the ground, 20,000 feet down. There's a stem with it, and it makes a big mushroom. And it's fractured all this earth as it comes up, just fractured. And it's got a seal against the stem of the, of the uh, salt. So then you drill, and it's fractured, and you, you really have no spacing uh, qualifications there. So that's more like mining oil. Now for the partners, I will never, ever, ever, and you've heard me say this on the, on the cruises, George, you can lose every nickel of your money in the oil business. There's a reason why they let us write off 90% of it the first year. And I do never, ever, ever present it any other way than that. However, what you do in my business, if you've been around as long as I have, you have to figure a way to increase those odds. Well, on a salt dome, it won't be any better. You can't get any more conservative as far as the potential of making oil than drilling on a salt dome. We know it's there. Now, really, truly, it really is how many zones will we cut as we drill down? Uh, I was reading your, your questionnaire and you was talking about uh, partners and what type of partner do I look for? Uh, I, I want a partner to be substantially, uh, substantial financially. I want him and his family uh, not to worry if he should lose a hundred grand with me. Uh, I don't want to hurt anybody, nor will I. I want them to be fully accredited partners. Uh, that the verification Reg D 506 C offering. Uh, I want him to let me educate him first. I want to take our time and go over every each and every factor in the deal. It's nothing that we got to do in one day. Uh, it's nothing that, well, if you don't get on this one, you'll never say, no, I don't play that garbage. That's bullshit. I don't like it. It makes me, it offends me actually. Uh, I want them to know that Bob Burr and family took their time and they educated him, educated the lady. And then we talk about economics. It's a great place to put your money. But you got to be with the right people. You got to be with people that care and take it serious. Well, I'm an old man. I've been around the horn uh, and I do care or I wouldn't be here. I mean, you know, longevity proves something that you do, you're doing right and, and we do it right. Uh, I love for the partners to be in the tax position, whereas they give me 100000 and I give them a $90,000 write off against ordinary or passive income that very year. You see, now what we'll do at the end of the year, we'll come out with a drilling program to shelter a lot of our folks' money. They've got to use the money all year long. Hopefully they made them a bunch of money with that money. And now we're going to shelter it and we're going to write all that off and they will get a lot of tax write-offs against their income. And uh, so that's, yeah, that's, that, that's I think that's really good. Yeah, so I know there's a lot of tax benefits. I mean, you mentioned, you know, obviously we're not giving any specific tax advice for people, but um, be able to write off 90% of what's invested in year one, potentially against ordinary income. That's a huge one. And then our friend that we met at the summit this year, George Gammon, I don't know if you remember George Gammon talking about uh, financial stuff. He talks, basically, he talks about the broad economics, macroeconomics, and he has this thing called the 10-80-10 rule that basically when it comes to allocating your investments, you put maybe 10% in, in a precious metals or gold, silver, something like that, 80% in cash flowing assets, and then 10% maybe in something that's a little more speculative. Maybe some people would want to go and put more in that. But basically what you said 
you know, if somebody is, they've got $50,000 to their name or hundredth K to their name, this type of investment may not be for them, but if they're high net worth or accredited, somebody listening like that type of uh, investor, or maybe somebody who's a high earner looking for some tax benefits, this could be, uh, you know, a really, a really great way to, uh, you know, the returns that, you know, for these deals can be great. But if, if it's lost, you don't want it to be with money. That's, that's just right there. Can you, can you talk real quick about the 1031 exchange? You mentioned, uh, there is some benefits to do a 1031 exchange where somebody has a property that they sell. I know one issue a lot of investors have is they're selling, you know, a rental house, an apartment or whatever, and they can't figure out where to put it. So is there, is there a way to 1031 into something like this or do you 1031 out or how does that work? Oh no, sure. They're doing just literally millions and millions of dollars out in Odessa and Midland right now, 1031. We we're in constant contact with the folks and what happens, uh, they sell their property. They got a certain amount of time to, to put it somewhere. They put it in the working interest of a, of, a, of an oil well. Well, you have immediate cash flow. You don't have to worry about buying a piece of property and worrying about keeping it rented and worrying about all that garbage. I mean, it's producing money when you get into the deal. And then in about uh, 10 or 15 years, uh, it's depleted out. And then you could uh, possibly have a tax consequence then. Uh, I do have a specialist in that field. And if anyone's interested, we definitely have a, have a product for 1031 exchange. And uh, that property will have a reservoir report with it, showing what it's worth, the value, all that sort of thing. And uh, we can make it work for them. It's uh, no, no doubt about it. In fact, we have uh, a couple of the real estate folks right now that are, are in the process of pulling the string on that. And, uh, but it's just another feature that is available to us in oil and gas for the real estate people. Yeah. So you know, we talk a lot about tax benefits um, and real estate has some incredible advantages. Oil and gas does. And again, I, I just tell people it's not as much about the asset you're investing in. It's how it functions, how it works for you. And you mentioned you even have a tax person or somebody helps with that stuff in your office to help kind of coordinate and give people thoughts and that's why a really good CPA or even a tax strategist can really help people that are higher net worth to really uh, take advantage of that. Tom Wheelwright's a guy that does a lot of stuff in, in consulting to try to help get people to reduce their taxes or pay zero taxes. I mean, there's people that, you know, as real estate investors, we pay little or no taxes, which is really amazing. And there's ways that, especially if you're a high earner, that you can take advantage of that. Um, wanted to just touch base with you too. What are some things that you know, obviously, you know, you guys are upstanding operators. What are some things people should watch out for if they're, you know, looking around and they, you know, what are some kind of cautionary things that you'd say, Hey, this is the type of oil person or deal that you should watch out for? Well, I'm a, I'm a true believer in the team, the folks, uh, when I'm talking to an individual, when my sons are talking to individuals, uh, if they don't receive that spiritual well-being from the way we present things, uh, I believe in putting it right on the table, not pulling any punches. I don't mean to offend anybody, but I'm not here to win friends or influence people. I'm here to present a product. I'll work my butt off for you. I'll make it work or try my damnedest die on the field. I mean, that's who, I, who, that's who this deal is here, this whole group of mine. I've raised all of them. And I'm the old king, king daddy oh, so to speak. But you got to sit down with the folks, and I want them to get that feeling. I want them to look forward to shaking my hand and us having lunch together or dinner together. 
I pray that they can come down to Baton Rouge playing and we can take them out to the field and they can spend a day there. The more they can do to get to know Bob Burr, the better off, or the boys, uh, because we're going to be with them a long time. And uh, like I used to do business damn near with anybody when I was a kid. I don't do business with anyone anymore. If there's somebody that's acidic, egomaniac, know it all, I pass. I don't want it. It's no fun anymore for me. I want guys that bust their butts. They worship their families. They educate them. They're doing their damn everything they can do to do it right. And then we'll go a long ways because I'll back them to hell and back. And I'll keep, and, and that gives me goosebumps to, to talk in that fashion. But I mean that from the bottom of my heart because we're going to be married a long time. And all well, I'm not going to produce for a year. So if they don't like me now, damn, man, <laughs> why do it? It doesn't make sense. Absolutely. You know, another, another Warren Buffett quote, he says, um, we only work with people we like and we trust. And if, you know, if you don't like and trust someone that you're working with, and when we do our multifamily deals, we, uh, we, we look at it like that. It's a relationship. It's not about the deal we're doing now. It's five, 10, 15 years from now. Hopefully somebody's super happy. They referred friends and family and, and, and you really do become family because it is yeah. like a relationship or, or a marriage. So I think that's great way to look at it. Well, Bob, um, I know we could, we could spend a lot of time kind of talking through all of this. Um, I just wanted to say that, uh, from what I've, I've known from you, you just are, you're an amazing guy. you you love people. And I think that that is, uh, and even you talked about, we talked a little bit before that we started recording about spiritual purpose and kind of why we're here and doing what we're here to do. And even you have been doing this for so many years, but you choose to do it, not because you have to do it, but because you love people. And I think that that really comes through. So I just wanted to, uh, so let you know that I appreciate that about you. I see that. And just a couple of personal questions that are kind of unrelated to this. Um, I was going to ask you, is there anything, uh, again, because this show is really about passively investing in things, uh, you know, maybe that people are unfamiliar with. Is there something outside of oil that you like to invest in just on a personal level that you look at, you know, if you're looking at things of this is another type of investment that you enjoy or you are you looking into? Well, I paid 90%, maybe 95% of my my efforts are in oil and gas. I have a portfolio of gold that's in a safety deposit box. I have two subdivisions. One of them I own 100% of that uh, I haven't drawn a nickel on in three years, but will give me a great payday here in the next year. <laughs> They're a little slower <laughs> than I'm used to. Uh, sure. So I do a lot of that sort of thing. I'm not a big uh, player in the market. Uh, you know, I tell my broker that handles my money. I say, I make my money. You protect my money. I'm the money maker and you protect my money. I don't care about taking some wild shots. Uh, I'm not in the Bitcoins. Now we did do the Bitcoin deal. We, we were miners of the Bitcoins. Uh, Justin, my son, he was running that. And we had, I don't know, 50 machines running. And, and we ended up with, I don't know how many, a thousand Bitcoins or whatever. It was serious money. And uh, he called me one day and he says, Dad, I think we need to liquidate. I said, hey, babe, you running it. I, I'm busy, whatever. And uh, I think it was uh, $1,200. So it cost us several million dollars <laughs> selling it. But that's okay, too. It's a great education. I, I bump his head back. I said, oh, boy, you made it. I keep him very humble because of that, boo. Yeah. But uh, we're like everyone else. I like things that I'm in. Uh, I don't like really complicated things two and two is four papa told me that when i was about seven years old it's not three and it's not five and that's carried me a long ways in life uh, so like electricity 
I don't grab a hold of electricity if I can't see the other end of the wire. Uh, I was taught not to do that. And so, yeah. but I'm not saying that, you know, I think the, uh, the, uh, uh, the different avenues that we, we see a lot of great things out on the cruise, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't play with some of these boys, uh, but I like uh, real estate. I've just sold two, two buildings myself. I sold one for uh, a couple of million dollars and knitted out real good. I've had it for 15 years and, uh, I'm looking for do a 1031 exchange myself uh, for the tax. Danny Looney, my CPA of 35 years, is a doctor in oil and gas. Brilliant, brilliant. He's our guy to, to handle with any any partners that need help. I'll match Danny with anyone alive. I mean, he's a good Christian guy, beautiful guy, knows his business. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm married to the oil business. I wake up, I mean... The first well I drilled when I walked out there on that rig and just felt it, I knew I'd be there the rest of my life. It's nothing more than it. I mean, where can you take a dollar, okay, and turn it into $1,000 in two weeks? Hmm. In two I think, weeks. I think pretty much Bitcoin or uh, <laughs> but <laughs> not, yeah. five, not five years, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, you know, that's, that's instant gratification. I like that. Yeah, no, well, I can, I can tell. I mean, that, that is really, uh, that is, is really a unique asset. And I think there's tons of advantages for it. So, um, well, I really appreciate you coming on, Bob. We're going to wrap here in a minute, but I, I just appreciate you taking time and explaining some of this stuff for us. And uh, I just wanted to see if you could maybe let people know how they can get a hold of you if they have any questions or they want to reach out and just connect with you. What's a good way to get a hold of you? Yes, admin at panex.us. Okay. Admin at panex, P A N E X.us. We'll stick a note in the notes below or in the show notes. Uh, but uh, awesome. Well, really appreciate again you coming out. Looking forward to seeing you more at events and just love your energy and the uh, passion you bring to what you're doing. It's very clear. So thanks again. And uh, we'll look forward to doing this again, hopefully. Well, you're welcome. I hope your audience enjoys it. Uh, just let the folks know anyone that does check in with us, they will be treated with respect and with honor and just an educational trip. And that's how it works. But thank you so very much for letting me share with you. It's been a great, great honor. Have oh, a good been day. Wonderful. Thanks. Okay, buddy. So I hope you enjoyed this interview with Bob Burr. I got a lot out of it. I just love the guy, love his energy, and uh, just really enjoy, uh, really enjoyed this interview. So uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next, uh, the next show here. So let me know your thoughts on this one. You've been listening to the Mailbox Money Podcast. For more free resources, articles, and videos, go to bronsonequity.com. There you can download your copy of the special report, the single best investment strategy during and after a pandemic. None of the information shared here is an offer to buy a specific investment, and this is for educational purposes only. Consult your financial, legal, and tax professionals and use your own common sense before making any investment decisions. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to tune in next time for more Mailbox Money.